I'll do for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Teach me a little bit. I'll spit out a meat or a food, and you give me the proper Italian enunciation. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, Brigitto. Bazoo. Suprasato. Supasa. Capicola ham. Gabagol. Uh, broccoli rob. Broccoli oop. Uh, mortadella. Maraday. Ricotta, ah, this one drives me crazy. It's ricotta. All right, garlic and oil. Aioi. All right, and now about how uh, one final one, Clemmy baby. Pizza. Bagadaboo. What? Bagadaboo. You're just making that up. Nah, man. I don't make anything up. This is how I grew up. Italy, baby. Italy. All right, Clem, whatever. Whatever. Forget about it. All right, baby. Keep chewing the fat. Peace out. Adios. That's Spanish. Ciao. Yeah, we are back. We are chewing the fat with Big and Beefy live here. March. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks in a row. Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, it's me, Rob Burmeister, and we got Clem Caserta sitting here. Just came in under the gun with a Philomena. And the noisemaker questionnaire extraordinaire. Philomena yeah. in the house. Yeah. Philomena in the house, baby. A.K.A. Sean Cassidy. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Right. So, uh, <laughs> down. yeah, we're coming off a week after Patty's what Day. What a crazy week, man. Crazy weather, Patty's Day, spring, winter, summer, fall, all in one week. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a blizzard, not a blizzard. 
ice storm. Yeah. Melting. Now it's beautiful out today. You see. Yeah, I'm back in my fat guy camo shorts. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. My nephew came up and he said, a lot of guys out in flip-flops and shorts. Mm-hmm. So I said, were they all fat guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is when the fat guys break out their, yeah. their camo shorts. Hell yeah. Too bad I don't fit in any of mine. <laughs> I wore them so much last year that every one of them like ripped up the butt. And, you got, and where do you get them from? Um, a lot of times I get them from uh, like Macy's. And... Okay. Macy's and Bozo's, their shorts all have that problem. They rip on the butt. Yeah. And you in gotta, the pockets. Yes, and the pockets. Yeah. One True Nation from DXL. Uh-huh. I got the same shorts three years. Brand fucking new. Nice. Not a rip, not a hole in the pocket. Now, they will bang you for seventy dollars a pair of fucking right. shorts. Well, it's worth it. But I, I'm telling you, the forty dollar pair, thirty dollar pair that I had to buy three and four of, mm-hmm. I'm already even. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. threw. I gave a bunch to like. Uh, I realize one thing: there's like certain that. things that, as a fat guy, you can't cheap out on. Shorts and socks are definitely one of them. Right. You get away with a little hoodie here and there and a t-shirt here and there. But they shrink up. Yeah. Like, I'm having that problem now that everything I wear, I can't fit across the chest. I got to, like, do elbow stretches. And... Yeah, I do the same thing. I got to yeah. stretch out. Gildan brand t-shirts. You yep. get them on Amazon. You got to get the Gildans. Best yeah. fucking t-shirt on the market. But, uh, you know, it's weird. I don't know what to wear. It looks cold outside, but it's hot. So I, I know. It looks freezing out. It's beautiful out. Yeah. I got a really, like, heavy hoodie. You know, nice fleece hoodie. I'm hot up top. My balls are cold. I got on shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I got a hot head and cold feet, Alice. <laughs> right? Wasn't that a honeymoon episode? Yeah. I was, uh, I watched uh, Bronx Tale the other night. Everybody was watching the Bronx Tale. Yeah. Everybody's now, watching speaking it. of the Bronx Tale, Uh-oh. that's bizarre. What? There was a telephone number inside my pack of rolling papers. Oh, nice. <laughs> Weird. And uh, <laughs> so speaking of Bronx Sale, they're doing the Bronx Sale play out in Florida. And our piece of shit friend, and I'll put our piece of shit in there, Mr. Palmateri, is uh, out doing a Bronx Sale. I guess we had Doing some, it in Florida, too? Yeah, they're doing it in Florida. Now, we, we've had some beef with them, with Chad's in particular, because... You know, he's a bit of a prick. You know, he promotes things and throws people's names around and then doesn't want to pay anybody any money. Right. If you look at the play, none of the original characters are there. None of the people that supported the movie were in the movie. Got a chance to be in the play. He just, because he wrote it, which I get. Right. But you know what, dude? You sucked in the movie. You weren't the greatest actor in the world. You know, a lot of people helped out during that movie. Why not give back to the rest of the people that made you make that movie? Yeah. You know, I just don't get it. You know? the, only, the only thing it could possibly be is the people that he that bought the movie from him and, you know, like... No, De Niro bought the movie Huh? De Niro and them owned the movie. Oh, all right. And he had problems with De Niro. Fucking scumbag. Yeah. I thought maybe, like, they wouldn't let him do the play, so he had to change things up. No, he changed it up because he didn't want to pay anybody. Piece of shit. That's the real reason. Yeah. Piece of shit. But it is what it is. Piece of that shit. better... Got better things to do than waste my breath on that asshole. Didn't like the guy in the movie. Don't like him now. Still don't think you can act. But whatever. I believe in karma. And karma will definitely play its role. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, what you did you do anything on Patty's Day? I don't remember Patty's Day. It was Friday. 
Yeah, we did. <laughs> we what did we do? To, we went to Adela Michaels. Oh, yeah, went to the Puff People's house. Oh, cigarette company, which if you smoke and vape cigarettes, go out and buy Puff Cigs or go to Puff.com. Pick up some great vapes, some great, some great cigars, too, man. Yeah. That, that fucking cigar is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You're trying to quit smoking. They got a great cigar, a non-nicotine one, a two-milligram, three-milligram nicotine one. Best-tasting thing I've yeah. ever tasted. I gave them out to some cigar smokers, and they're yeah. like, it's pretty cool. It's weird. Right. Yeah, it's weird, but, but yeah. it's it definitely... Look, if you can't smoke and you're stuck inside, that right there is the next best right. thing. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I, uh... You know, now, I'm going to say I, I found, finally... But I feel like Lewis to the <laughs> I found finally, or I say we found finally, a hidden little gem of a restaurant. Ooh. Yum, yum. Now, I will say, and it's funny because the guy fucking, they recognize me and a girl comes out. Oh, my God, my daughter's a big fan of yours, Clemenza. We love you today, blah, 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 blah. All right. Very nice, very humbled by it. I'm still humbled by it four years later that that happens. But uh, the guy came over and I was like, listen, I was like, you know, we were talking about the food. He's like, don't worry, the food here is real good. I said, listen, buddy. And all my years of experience in Staten Island, I've yet to find a good baked clam and a good bowl of linguine clam. And I ordered a baked clam every Italian restaurant I go to. Right. I'm a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. So she says, don't worry, your opinion's going to change. So the, the little bread thing came out. It was fantastic. I had a, they threw out a grandma slice. Phenomenal. Phenomenal grandma slice. Um, the baked clam came out, and the first telltale sign was, was on a bed of lettuce. You don't put fucking baked clams on yeah. fucking romaine lettuce. That you, you can bake them like that so they don't so dry burn. out or burn exactly, but you don't serve them like that because you want the white wine, butter, garlic, yeah, you know, crushed red lettuce. pepper. I don't want lettuce tasting in my fucking. I want to dip yeah. that juice. Rather beaten two of them. Set them back right. now. After that, galaman, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Chicken marsala, phenomenal. Um, what else did we have? The cake, the cookie? A skillet cookie. Oh, my fucking God. This thing was probably, and I'm not just, believe it or not, you can't tell by looking at me. (laughs) 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 I'm not a big dessert person. I'll have like a piece of tiramisu or an Italian cheesecake. I'll have a forkful. That's enough. Well, you try my brownies over there. I'm going to have a little piece of it. That cookie butter in there and some extra chocolate chips. Ooh, I'm going to have a piece of that definitely. Now, having said all that, though, this fucking skillet cookie, I almost bit Philomena's arm off for an extra bite of it. It really was that good. And their Italian cheesecake, I will say, was that good, too. And I can tell by, look, the plating was a little 1980-ish, but still very clean and nice. So where was it? Cucina Fresca on Richmond Avenue by Fushimi. And that little shopping center, Richmond Road, rather. Richmond Road, you yeah. got that little shopping center with Allure, and then uh-huh. the drugstore, and then Fushimi. And there's this little hidden gem in there, Cucina Fresca. Got to give them a plug. Look, the baked clams are absolutely... I mean, some people may like them, but they weren't for me. Right. But the, you know, to me, a baked clam oregano, you want that sharp cheese taste. It's got to it's gotta be a little gritty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want soft mushy. It's got to be a little gritty. I don't gritty. want to push down either. Yeah, you don't want to push down. You want it lightly topped. And your breadcrumb should be olive oil, grated cheese, fresh garlic, fresh parsley, red pepper, a little bit of olive oil. I even like to squeeze a little lemon or a shot of wine in there just to give it a little acidity. And I know people are going to hate me for this, especially chefs, but you know what? Fuck you because I still make the best baked clam there is. A little bit of granulated onion and granulated garlic yeah. in the breadcrumb. Always. Always. That's kind of what makes it. 
and a little shot of paprika. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I, I, I'll put my big clam up against anybody. Anybody want to challenge me, come see me. Yeah. So I haven't said that, though. I got to tell you, though, great little place, great atmosphere, great service. Put aside the baked clam. I felt like I was, you know, like my grandmother was cooking for me upscale. Right. Good little joint, man. I was actually really, one of the few places I would say, wow, I want to come back here to see what else they got on their menu. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that feeling in, God, oh, probably God. a good six months or so. Going out to eat. Yeah. It's a great little place. And I hear they do phenomenal lunches, like $10. They do all kinds of sandwiches and pizza specials and things right. for like 10 bucks. Apparently, it's a hot little lunch spot. They have pizza, though? Like, uh... Yeah. They got a pizza oven. <coughs> they got pizza. Nice. Yeah, I like finding those little places. You know where one of my fa- favorite places were for years, but then it went downhill and they sold and on Roma Avenue, Morrow's? Remember yes, Morrow's? Morrow's used to be great. It was like between two houses. That was and... what's her name? The girl had that. Who's the girl we see at, at Toto's and then she was the bartender at at Puglia Hester Street? Whatever, Barbara. Barbara, thank you. I, I know her for years, and for some reason, Barbara, I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. I always forget your name. I know who you are and your face. For some reason, I just blank out your name. Yeah, Barbara used to have that, I believe. Uh-huh. You don't have it, you're going to have to go get it because I asked you if you had it. So, having said all that, because um, <laughs> I know this can turn crazy. It's Jim Boy. Jim Oh, maybe. I got glue. I said, Philomena, you got my cigarettes here. You got my light here. And there's all the rattling around. But I got to tell you. Wow, that's old school right there. Yeah. I'm with, with the mini Blackberry in the drawer. <laughs> what was that, your phone last month? <laughs> Here's my first job's pay subs. Oh, God. Uh, is that what the shame of it is? You're making more to me there than I am now. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. How much was it? $3.75 an hour. Wow. Holy crap. Yep, $3.75. Um, I don't have... That, whatever the fuck that is, this, my friend, you made this from scratch? Part scratch, part, because I had a bunch of cocoa powder and stuff, so I wanted to use it. And I just added some uh, some brownie mix. I made one part uh, scratch, one part brownie mix. I went on my kitchen right now. <laughs> and they're, like, they're not even like made yesterday. They're like about four or five days old. But they're still moist. Moist. I was just, I was just thinking about that in my head <laughs> when you said moist. Moist, moisture. Um, Fantastic brownie right there, pal. Thanks. Look at the. I do not have. Let's see under here. Nope. Negative, Joe Hansen. I gotta tell you, a lot of things you do very well. But then certain things, you hit so far out of the park that I would want to cockfuck that on the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. You can cockfuck that while sticking pickled pepperoni up your ass. Yeah, I would do it. That's <laughs> how good both of those items are. Oh, I don't know. All right, get that away from me. I am on a diet. I don't want to eat that. Yeah, so on Friday, 
I left work at like one thirty. Went and met the old man and my cousins at Jody is up the street, mm-hmm. like next to my old place. Had a corned beef sandwich from Guinness. Then me and Mary went down to Duffy's and drank there, and I had a corned beef sandwich and, <laughs> and Guinness there. <laughs> wow. And we walked home. Then I, I was craving. I bought in Sam's Club. You know how they sell like those package of like 20 pork chops? The top ones look really great, and then the bottom ones are just fat and all that yep, stuff. Yep, yep, yep. I've been craving, like, in a Spanish restaurant, you get the, like, deep-fried pork chop. They don't bread it. Yeah, they're really thin ones. So I made, like, three of those. I seasoned them up with sazon, salt, and pepper, and deep-fried them and almost passed out on the couch waiting for them. Took them out, but I cut the fat so it would, like, bloom open. Oh, my God. It was so (laughs) delicious. Like, super well-done fried pork chop. I love it like that. And it falls right off the bone. Yeah, I love it like that. It was like giant chicharrones. Love it like that. But uh, you know what I haven't had in a while either. That I have a hankering for pork chops with vinegar peppers. Yeah. Old yep. school Italian dish or pork chop with cherry peppers even. Yeah. I like the cherry peppers, but I like the. Uh... The problem with the cherry peppers is no one knows how to treat the cherry peppers. Right. Either they get the ones that are way too hot, mm-hmm. or the ones that aren't hot enough. You got to get the regular cherry peppers. There are two. There's a hot cherry pepper. And a regular cherry pepper. Right. And then they have the mild yeah. ones, but you can get yeah. the mild ones, but get get the hot cherry pepper or the mild ones. You gotta take the seeds out yep. and give them a rinse under water. Mm-hmm. Now I'm normally against that, but you're gonna take that salty, vinegary, really right. and the peppers, the, the seeds almost like yeah. get hotter when you cook them. Yeah, and 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 you know, when you when you cook, if you're gonna eat them fresh, don't do nothing to them. Pop the seed out, chop it up, right. leave it like that. But when you cook with it and and you don't rinse them, mm-hmm. it becomes too much and too intensified, and it gets too salty. Yeah. And then I usually finish it with a little balsamic vinegar at the end and butter, a little butter. But yeah. I don't like to cook the shit out of the peppers. You had me at 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 fucking balsamic. Yeah. But I do like. I like to saute my peppers quick because I yes. like that crunch to them. Yeah, so, so do I. Yeah. I hate when people fucking you get the mushan. Look, especially a cherry pepper. When you cook it too long, it's it's just it's gets too salty and mushan. You want to yeah. fast. Or if you puree them up and give like a make like a a relish, a, a relish, and then just hit that at the end with a little they olive oil. They actually sell it like that. They yeah. chopped um whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, but it's good. But also, this is this what week, I miss talking about food. And the only problem with talking about food on this show, get hungry. I get hungry. Yeah. I oh, speaking of food, our buddy the Mike that came here with that uh, guanciale bacon that time, the grass fed. Yes, yes, yes. He opened up his butcher shop this week. I was curious. Now I googled it. The ham hock and the string. <laughs> hook and rail. That's it. Hook and rail. <laughs> hook and the string. Hook and rail. Yes. Yeah, so, Explain to people what that means. Hook and rail. Hook and rail is like in the old days, they used to have those steel girders above them with the rolling hooks that they would hang the meat. He bought some from a farm upstate from like the 1920s. So he put some of that up. So he hangs his meat because it's, it's strictly a butcher shop that he buys. He buys like one steer, like an 805 pound steer and one giant pig. And then he butchers it up. So, like, you can't go in there and go, give me 10 flank steaks because there's only two on the animal, you know. But then he's got, you know, makes chopped meat. And we went there yesterday 
He opened what happens up right. if you go there and... It's more of a, like, pre-order or just okay. go in and... And see what's available. Yeah, because he makes all, like, homemade sausages. I you know why I kind of like that, though? Because you know it's fresh. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather go get what's available mm-hmm. than have what's sitting around and, and being pushed on. Right. So, the beef was 41-day dry-aged. Had it hanging up. And he had his, his kind of fun. He made a hot Italian sausage, sweet Italian sausage with the pig. He made chorizo. Um, had a bunch. He made like meatloaf mix and chopped meat and stuff. But I got a 2.4 pound <laughs> cowboy ribeye for two. I was trying. What were you trying to get? That was just for you. Well, it was for me. I married out a little bit. So, and I got some chorizo and chopped meat. But I now, brought I it the, home. I saw the steak done. I sous it. And then you did it in bacon fat. Yeah, and then I seared it in bacon fat. Why don't you do any of this when I'm around? Ugh. I just, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Now, like, some people might walk into the shop and be like, wow, what was he crazy? Why do I but feel everything... like you got to tease the poor little fat kid when I come over? <laughs> Why can't you just throw the bacon? <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, you know, it's not your... How long did you sous vide it for? I sous vide it for three hours. Really? At 1.30. So it was medium rare from top to bottom, and then I seared it quick and then served it. Now, I'm, I, I've only sous vide something once, and I'm a little unfamiliar with the technique. So now, and just for the people out there as well, sous viding, you, you're, you're cooking it in the hot water at... In a vacuum sealed pack. In a vacuum sealed pack, yes. At a low course. temperature. At a low temperature, and it will hold actually hold the temperature. Right. Like, I could have left that steak in there for two days at 130, and it would stay medium rare the whole time. So I seasoned it with salt, pepper, fresh now, onion. before it went in. Before it, it went in. in. Salt, pepper. Because in a way, you are kind of searing it. Not searing it, but you are kind you of... You cook it slow, so it's yeah. so, and you vacuum pack it, so there's nowhere for that stuff to go but inside the meat. I did horseradish, butter... And it was phenomenal. <coughs> I, I mean, uh, I, I killed it. Even the fat you can eat because the fat. And then you melted. see it in bacon grease. In bacon fat, yeah. And then you didn't call me. Call <laughs> me. That's not good. It was it was a ribeye for two, really for one. Now, how much how much did you pay for this thing? If you don't mind me asking. Well, this is the thing. It's grass fed, hormone free. Like there's a lot of stuff to it. It was uh, nineteen ninety nine a pound. Mm. So I paid probably around forty-five dollars for the steak. That's not bad. That's no, really not because bad if at you all. wanted a grass-fed whatever steak in a restaurant, it'd be one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, that's not bad because you can go exactly. I was gonna say you can go out to one hundred and twenty. You're gonna get that steak for a buck eighty. Right. Easily. Right. So, you know, I mean, worked with people. A couple of firemen came in there to check out the place. You know, he worked with them, but he brought the guy in the back and asked the guy, "What kind of meat do you want?" And he's, the guy said, oh, what's that? He goes, and he gives you him know, the history, you know, the chuck. Yeah. And, and then he has a big story. He starts cutting it off for him. And you know how you got to look at that? You're getting product that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. And you got to look at it. If you were to go out to eat, right? And sp- let's say you spent $50 on, call it $40 on a steak, even $50 on a steak. And another $10, $20 on a kucha month, 70 bucks. And you could probably even feed three people with that. Yeah. The, us, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the smaller you, you can get away with even doing three people. But even even so, two people, seventy bucks for the meal, and you're gonna have one of the best meals you ever had. Right. You're gonna get one of the best pieces of meat you ever had. Whereas 
You can go out to a restaurant, spend double and triple that, and still not be as good. Right. Right, exactly. Because, you know, I, and that's what it is. Like you pay, it's grass-fed, hormone-free. He aged it for 41 days. He hand-cuts it, so it's not like just cut or cryovac and God knows how long it's sitting in there. Exactly. It was, it was delicious. And, you know, if people, like, you know who understands it? All these people from the gyms, he said, are calling them. Really? Because they were all into that. No hormones and, you know, a lot of people with um, allergies and stuff like that. And, but I, it was fantastic. Well, that, that's what I kind of missed, too. I kind of missed the days of the butcher shop. Right. You know, the days of the butcher shop are no longer. It's kind of really sad because I can't stand the fucking meat in the supermarkets. It is god-awful. Yeah. They should just not be allowed to sell fucking meat. And then when it's on sale, like, ooh, T-bones for $4. It's not an inch of fat in it. It's, like, disgusting. I don't mind paying for the meat, but you're paying $7 for a tiny little pack of chopped meat right. or ground beef. That guy knows how long he's been sitting out. And here's the other thing that freaks me out about the supermarket. And people, I want you to be aware of this. Notice and be aware of this. Notice at the front of the line sometimes you'll see the wagon with all the stuff that people decided to put back at the last second. And you'll see a couple of packs of meat sitting there. So golly knows how long that meat sits, especially if it's 90 degrees out in the summer. Right. They got it sitting by the front window, piled up in a cart with chicken and all kinds of other groceries on top. Yep. And then you got little Flacco that comes around and puts everything back in. Mm-hmm. Now, if that doesn't get sold, they'll mark it down or relabel it to, or put a little blood on it to try and push it out. So you don't really know what you get. Right. Yeah, this is, he was walking people in the walk-in and showing the stuff hanging and and it's interesting, you know, and then you get the history and you know where it comes from. He got this from Simply Grazing, Grazing Farm over in Jersey. And he's got, you know, uh, grass-fed, range-free, hormone-free, whole chickens. He's got pork. Um, and then, you know, like you can you can make your own chopped meat if you want. Say, I want brisket and, and whatever, and he'll grind it for you right there. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a, it's a good idea. And it's a great I think little, it's a great, it's a great I think little shop. Go support him. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go check it out next week when yeah. I got some time. And you know what my favorite thing is? What? It's like one of those places you can just hang out there for hours with a cup of coffee. You know, like how the old dudes like play lotto in a yeah, store yeah. and hang out there. It's a, it's a cool hangout. He's got he got everything from like auctions and stuff that he's had for years. So everything he has like the Edison lights hanging. Oh, see that's right at my cup of tea. I got Edison yeah. bulbs in my fucking room. Yeah, he's got I Edison bulbs, Edison and it's like he has all old cleavers he's been collecting through the years, like dented, rusted cleavers hanging that's, on the wall. See, me and him, me and him speak the same language yeah. right there. I'm into all that shit. Yeah. My new so, passion now is junk collecting. Mm-hmm. Not even junk collecting, but antiques. Oh. Yeah. Antibacks. Well, stuff people are throwing out that you can... I am the Clamerican picker. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you, when I get better, and I will, and, you know, I my goal is my goal is 150 pounds in one year. That's my goal, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to hit it. By this time next year, I will be skinnier than... Well, I can't say you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, definitely you. <laughs> but I will, I will be down. 110%. Good. I'm going for it. I'm tired of it. I got to do it. I will do it. You know, I'm just, I'm too injured to to do anything else. So it's right. time to fucking get the ball rolling, man. Nice. But having said that, I don't know if I'm going to go back to being a chef. I think I'm going to go on the road and just go antique hunting and treasure hunting, man. Yeah. I want to open up a little antique store with like a little coffee shop in it. 
play some music, where you can come, maybe sit, have some coffee, have a little bite to eat, and you can actually pick out some old antiques and some mm-hmm. signs and some things and just hang out and chill out, man, and make yeah. it day. Maybe have an auction once or twice a week, have an, a dinner auction, where during dinner we auction off some antique items. Right. I'm giving away my whole philosophy. If anybody takes it, I'll come to your house and I'll fuck your mother in the middle of the night. Shut the fuck up. But you know what I'm saying. Yep. But yeah, man, I, I know you can do it. But you're right. Like being a chef again, eh. Like I'm looking at, I'm so jealous that he opened a butcher shop. I'm like, can I come here and just learn how to make a million different sausages and like hone my craft? Yeah. You know, and just hang out. I would go work there for free. Yeah, I just want to. I love the food business, but I'm done with that. Uh, There's so many more ways of. Look, I wouldn't mind being a chef again, but it would have to be my place, my menu, my. And I don't think I haven't done that before, but I wouldn't do a restaurant with 30. You know, I want no. five or six things on the menu and be able to, like, butcher it myself and right. that change it every day. Go to the, yeah. That's like a, a five table place. That you go to the market and everything. Well, that I can see the fresco from what I understand. At lunchtime, there's like no menu. They do specials every day, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Nice. And the whole lot, like even the cookie, the skillet cookie was baked to order. Nice. Which is great. It came out in a hot in a skillet with the ice cream on top. And mm. dude, oh my God, fantastic. Chocolate chip? Yeah. Very nice people. Great little place. Very cozy and comfortable inside. Very friendly. Nice. Very attentive. And that's the kind of thing you want to do. Yeah. Fuck, even, right. even the food truck thing. Let's get a fucking hit the fucking road and just fucking go, man. Drive cross country or something. I know. I was wondering if anyone saw a Family Guy this yesterday. <laughs> she wants to eat healthy, so he opens up a food truck and sits outside his house. But she won't let him back in the house, so he lives in there, and he gets so fat he can't get out. But it's just the references he said, he goes, yeah, I'm about to start my my really loud what generator? And he starts like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Peter, he goes, what? <laughs> and he goes, oh, sir, would you like 40 napkins blown away by the wind? <laughs> like everything he said. Is, but, yeah. Food tries. So I was watching Night Fight today. And there was a food truck guy from L.A. and his buddy was a restaurant guy. And the food truck guy actually won. Yeah. You know, because he's like, fuck it. He goes, I cook in a truck all day. I can make things work. You know? See, that, that's the thing. That's the thing that people don't get, man. You, you know, I laugh at a lot of these chefs that, you know, work in these million-dollar restaurants and, and came up that way in a sense of, look, I would love to do that, too. But you have the availability of the state-of-the-art equipment with an unlimited budget and the best product that you can get your hands on. Mm-hmm. I can blindfold that, you know, with a fucking, you know, with people that never cooked before and throw them on a line for the first time. And it's still ain't going to be you be bad because, look, there's only so much you can do wrong. To the, like, like, take that steak you bought, for instance. Mm-hmm. If you've never cooked a steak before in your life, and that's a hard thing to fuck up. Yes. Salt and pepper and cook it. And it's still beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then you got to have that little, like like guys like us who grew up through the ranks, when, you know, you're in a kitchen where the fucking thing's flooded, who didn't show up, your equipment's broke, your stove's broken, you got to right. make sure happen. Thermal cup is keep going out on yeah. the fucking fry later. That's the fucking, that's the real world. Yeah. That's 90% of American restaurants. That's the fucking real world right, right. there. You know, if you can hang with that, that's a big you, you never worked in a kitchen where a broken oven is used to hold the kitchen towels? Yes. 
then you've never worked exactly. in a restaurant. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Then you've never worked in a real kitchen. Yeah. But, you know. All right, let's get to some little bit of news. Not much, but, you know, we'll try it out. died uh was a 90 years old may rest in peace one of my favorite old time guys you know everyone's like oh it's tragic this guy was fucking 90 years old and he partied his whole life yeah yeah but chuck berry died and uh you know good night funny man fucking guy kicked ass one of my favorite songs from i boogie in the kitchen I boogied in the hall. I boogied on my finger and I wiped it on the wall. <laughs> Only you, A, to come up with that song, and B, know the words to it. Yeah. Now, I got a little bit of news that I saw, and I don't know where it is, but I will find out for everyone. There's a restaurant that's, it's, it's you bring your own stuff and they'll make it into a calzone. So, in other <laughs> words. like that fry your yeah, own, yeah, bring it, we fry people it. People like bringing Reese's peanut butter cups and. Fucking whatever it is, they'll make it to a calzone. Mostly chocolate bars. And right. I, I don't know if they can cross the meat because it has the, the, you know, the um, FDA law or yeah. whatever, whatever. But um, apparently you can bring them any kind of candy bar, any kind of chocolate or candy, and they make it into a calzone. Just picture a Reese's peanut Now, everybody's done the Nutella calzone. Right. A Reese's peanut butter cup calzone. Fantastic. Gotta be fantastic. The bacon in there. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. You always had to upstep them by one. Don't well, you got to buy it like salty and sweet. I know. You know, or at least salt the outside of it. I know, but I was thinking enough that was already bad enough. Yeah. But then the bacon, but you know what? You're absolutely correct, man. The bacon would be, why do I know that guy? Audie Lang. Audie Lang. Comedian Audie Lang gets arrested last week in Hoboken, New Jersey, in the parking garage of his apartment complex. People called, they thought someone was breaking in the car. He gets arrested with heroin, cocaine, paraphernalia. Come and, on, Audie. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, it's horrible. I mean, the guy's a funny bastard, but he's, he was on the Howard Stern show, and he was always on heroin. He was on Mad TV, and he got arrested for cocaine and heroin. Like, you know, some people are, you know how much he gets, I found out today? How much he gets for an appearance? So he's playing, like, in Montclair, New Jersey, tomorrow night. How much for the night he got? 5000 Nope. 10000 Nope. $25,000? Way more. 50000 more. $100,000. for an appearance. He used to get 100 when he was on Howard Stern, but now he's like 75000 Wow. And you got to go and get heroin and cocaine. And the other problem is he's very successful. He's not married. pot and booze. I can see that. Right. Smoke yourself a joint, have a drink. Right. But now he's on this new show that's pretty, pretty funny. It's called Crashing. On HBO, it's about a young com- a comedian trying to make it. He gets divorced. He finds his wife cheating on him. He's from upstate, so he's crashing on all these comedians' couches. And Audie Lang's on it as Audie Lang, and he mentors the guy. And Judd Apatow is the, the creator and the director of it. The guy from all those like, you know, knocked up movies and shit. What the fuck is heroin, man? What the fuck is with this heroin? Ugh. People, what is wrong with you? It's because those painkillers. They can't. Uh, can't get painkillers anymore. 
Well, the problem the problem is that all these fucking asshole doctors freely wrote all this shit because they were so greedy. And these are the guys that should be fucking held accountable. You know, but and you can't blame the doctors either because there are legitimate people out there that need, like, I know, I know a few people that legitimately have such bad, like, even me, I can't walk. I'm in that much pain. Now, I don't take fucking many painkillers. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, 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 like me, I didn't get my script for like a week. Didn't bother me. Didn't affect me. I'm not going to bang out heroin. I'm not fucking binging out. I'm, right. I, I don't, I don't see it like that. He's, he's always had problems. I think it stemmed from his, his dad was a longshoreman and like died or something like that. And he's never been right. He always talks about Yeah, but these kids are out of control. I just read on, on Facebook some of my brother <laughs> found his son dead overdose from heroin. Like, how horrible can that's going to be so horrible, man. Find your child dead in bed from an yeah. overdose of heroin. Yep. These people that are selling this shit should be taken and fucking shot to death. <clears throat> I know. But now what do they do? They make something that wakes them up so they can do it again. Yeah. You know, that neoprene uh, ne- ne- yeah. or something. That, uh... Yeah, they sell it in, in the pharmacies now. Yeah. But yet, they want to bitch about legal marijuana. I know. I, I don't understand this. It's crazy. But, you know. Well, we're living in a different world, a different age, man. I, I just, you know. Look, we all partied and did shit when we were kids. Right. I get it. I totally get it, you know. But we never did fucking. I wasn't doing heroin and fucking. I see some of these kids. You know, I've seen them, but they got to be eating five, ten pills in a well, They're what? crushing them up and snorting yeah, them and the shooting fuck? them. Now, I, I'm gonna be, I'll be dead honest with you. I'm so very honest guy. Okay, <laughs> I, I've never shot anything in my body. Right. But years ago, I'm talking going back about 10, 15 years ago, these girls that I used to hang out with used to snort pills and get naked and whatever, whatever. So one day I said, I gotta see what this is about. I just have to do it to see what you're experiencing right now. Right. And I snorted a pill. And it was the worst I'm fucking still stuck thing. Up there. <laughs> it was the most disgusting, god awful. Yeah. Horrible thing you would ever want to do in your life. You got to be a moron, asshole, jerk off, moron. I don't know how else to describe it. So fucking stupid. Yeah. It's like so showing on his aspirin. Like that. It was just, just, it yeah. was just the stupidest, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Yep. Unreal. I, I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't understand it. I never understood it. I, I wish to God that the epidemic would go away. I pray for the people that, you know, I just, I, I don't get it, man. Crazy. All right. Well, on to uh, better things. Eight celebrity, eight celebrities that <coughs> own fast food chains that you probably don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. All right. Well, Shaquille O'Neal owns a bunch of Krispy Kremes. I actually knew that. Yep. Um, Chris Brown. Okay. He, you know, whatever. He owns a bunch of Burger King. Never knew that. Venus Williams, she owns Jamba Juice. Rick Ross, the rapper, owns Checkers and a bunch of Wingstops. Okay. Well, I guess these places make money. Wingstop is actually pretty good. I tell you, I had that for the yeah. first one. Mm-hmm. Next to GameStop, there was a Wingstop. It's actually a pretty yeah. good place. Well, you know De Niro has all the Nobus. Yes. Drew Brees from the New Orleans Saints. Has a bunch of Jimmy Johns across the state of uh, Louisiana. Drew Brees, you're a moron. Jimmy Johns suck. There you go. Jimmy Johns suck. They came to Staten Island, all three of them, and all three of them went out of business. What's the one of Tim Hortons? Tim, what do you think of Tim Hortons? I like it. I like it. I don't like their coffee cups. 
Okay. It's like this wide on top and this thin on the bottom. And I think their their sandwich, their wrapper's okay. I think it's the better of Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Right. You know, I'm not a big coffee guy, but anything like food wise or cookie wise or donut wise or wrap wise definitely blows them out. Mark Wahlberg with Wahlburgers. Yeah, Mark and Donnie and all you know all them. Kanye West owns Fat Burger. One dozen fat burgers. Wow. You know how much money he's making off of that? Yeah. Crazy, all right. But, I mean, I guess they have all this money. They got it. Throw us one fat burger. Right. But, you know. You do know we're getting in Jersey Mike's out in Noodle. Yep. Jersey Mike's coming to Noodle. Without a doubt, the best subway of the It's going. Is it going in the plaza? It's already. It's almost open. It's probably about two weeks away from opening. Where is it? In the shopping shop side. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Now, Jersey Burger, I mean, Jersey Mike's. Mike. Jersey Mike's has something called Bristolantine. You know what Bristolantine is? No. Ah, I got you on something. Is that the... Um, you know, I know you know it. It's, it's, it's like a bruschetta, but it's, no, it's, it's a cold hot cut. peppers. It's a cold cut. It's basically peppered ham. It's oh, peppered right. ham and pepper on top. They call it Bristolantine. Yeah. And they actually cut their cold cuts to order. Yeah. Which is yeah, good. they cut they cut them and they the lettuce, they have the shredded lettuce like yes. the old blimpy. Yep, and and their and their their toppings bar is a lot fresher and nicer than any sub joint you ever been. Right, and it's not a million things. It's like lettuce, yes. tomato, onions, hot peppers. Yes, a couple of classic things. Yeah, pickles. Yeah. I, I mean, love it. We had one of those in Virginia next to my uncle's restaurant. The guy came in one day for lunch. Bullshit. He goes, I own Jersey Mike's. And I said, I never heard of Jersey Mike's. I'm from, I'm from New York. You can't tell me that shit's good. So one day he came over with a sandwich. He said, he had it on me. Ever since that day, every Monday and Friday, if we would trade lunches, uh-huh. he would send over six sandwiches. I would send over a big fucking half tray of food and for the employees and we switched twice a week. Nice. And it was great. But what it is, for what it is, it's the best. That's a fresh made sandwich. Yeah. But it's made for a same. fast food chain type of thing. It definitely blows out any of the subways and blimpies and yeah. And I like the the way they they wrap it in that paper and then put it in that paper bag. Yeah, because even even the fuck look at Subway. We got a sandwich modified a little bit the other day and it was nine dollars. Mm-hmm. I think mean, wait a minute for nine dollars I can go to fucking uh, John's Deli and get a hot a roast beef with fresh mutts and brown gravy right. on real Italian bread. You know. I don't like the cold cuts at Subway. They're like that. Fake. They're all turkey based. Yeah, but they're like fake. They look like the, it's like a little kid's uh, yeah, kitchen all, workshop. Mm-hmm. And what's here's my big pet peeve with, with all these sub shops, though? What's with the one paper thin slice of cheese and the 40 pieces of meat? You know what I'm saying? And nobody yeah. ever puts enough cheese on a sandwich. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I was saying this the other day. We got sandwiches from up the street. It was so thick. It was like un, like not enjoyable. Yeah, I don't like a really heavy, thick sandwich. I like a medium-sized sandwich. Yeah, like I want everything even, like with the yeah. bread. Like I don't want to have the bread, and now I'm biting, and all the meat comes out. Like The only thing Subway ever did right was calling them the sandwich artist. They're not by any means a sandwich artist, but it, it's, the terminology rings true. You they know what I hate about Subway now? What? They don't do the top cut of the bread, that triangle. What do you mean? Remember they used to take the, that pumpkin carving yeah, knife the and they yep. cut the top off in like a triangle, take yeah. it off, and then all the meat would be like in a yeah, V shape. Yeah, they don't do that no more. No, it's, I don't like it. I don't get it. Uh, I just don't know. Well, Wegman catches heat for selling Trump wine. Enough. The guy's the president. Enough. 
Yeah, enough Like, even the people that hated Obama, every day they didn't protest him and, and say stuff about him. Just enough. Let the guy do his work. And, and, and Trump's funny because I love the fact – people hate the fact that he's got a Twitter account. Yeah. I love it. Yep. I love it because this is what Amer- – look, America has become too politically correct. You can't say this. You can't go – Bullshit. When we grew up, we never had these problems until they started fucking making all these rules mm. and all this dumb shit and all this crazy. Do you know? We talked about this last week. Do you know that they don't write script in school anymore? They don't teach script. My nephew does not know how to write in script. They do not teach it. Now, granted, it's kind of got a point because you only got to sign your name. Yeah, but, but still, it's, no. it's uh, yeah, yeah. Like who does? I'm like, you don't know how to write in script. He's like, no, they never taught it to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? It blows my mind. Yeah. Like we have to write, uh, do our homework in script. Write essays yeah. in script. It's easier. Yeah. Instead of doing all those perfect little, like, everything looks like a text. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you, you, you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance, or you can't pray. Meanwhile, you, if you're a different religion, you're allowed to go take time out to pray. Right. Look, here's my thing. If you're in this country, you pledge allegiance to our motherfucking flag. And if you're in a Catholic school, you say your fucking prayer. Because if I go to fucking another country, I'm going to show them the same respect. And if I get a pledge allegiance to that flag while I'm there to show them respect, I have no problem doing that. Right. Why does anybody else have a problem doing that? Exactly. Uh, you know, I, if, I went to a, if I went to a Jewish wedding or something, I would wear the yarmulke. Yeah. If they said you have to wear this, no problem. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to show you the respect that you deserve. Yeah. But whatever. Everyone sucks. Um, do you want to do a top five? I, I was figuring... Since Chuck Berry died, okay, and I think we did this a long time ago, but why don't you give us your top five favorite entertainers with food names? Top five? I can't even think of one. Yes, you can. Big Derek top five. All right, so I'll give you mine. All right, so wait, let me just, let me just, before right. you do that, let me just make sure I got this right. Top five entertainers with food names. If I can actually get to my thing here. Okay, I guess I can't. So it's the top five favorite entertainment entertainers with food names. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, but see, look, it's going to let me do this. Yeah. Okay. So, it's your top five favorite entertainers with food names. Jane Edgewood food games. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I had enough. We're not even going to post that because yeah. it's just not going to work. But anyway, your top five. Wow, you got me stumped a little bit. Fuck Cherry. Well, that's a bad. Okay. Yeah, people say. I'll give you. All right. My number five is Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Then I got John Candy. Okay. Tony Basil. And Who Mickey. the fuck is Tony Basil? Hey, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Mickey. His name is Basil? It's a woman. Tony Basil. It's Basil Basil. Okay. Then I got a tie for second. Cookie Monster and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> really? But number one, you know my number one. What's my favorite food in the world? Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Just wow. the name. It's not really, you know. Well, I tell you the truth. You got me a little stumped here. I would have thought of meatloaf. I'm a huge, actually a huge meatloaf fan, the band yeah. and the food. Yeah. You know. Um, I had meatloaf mac and cheese today at school. 
I made a meatloaf and I made mac and cheese and I laid it like lasagna with meatloaf and cheese and mac and cheese and then meatloaf and then you mac and cheese. You kind of turned me on a little bit right now. <laughs> okay. Between that and a steak, I may have to fucking <laughs> jump your bones after the show. <laughs> well, all right. Come on, you got it. There's, there's curries out there. There's I don't berries. Know. Halle Berry. I would definitely eat Holly Berry. I mean berries. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you sit and think after, like when it's yeah, no pressure, you're like... Yeah, when I'm driving home in a little while. Yeah, dude, like good. Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Like Heather Graham. Ooh, Heather Graham. But you guys are you know, food people? No. Sean Cassaberry. Daryl Strawberry. Did you say that? Okay. <laughs> Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy and the Beef of Brown Band. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying. I've been hearing that song. On the dark side? And I'm dying to see Eddie and the Cruises, and it's only on, like, a channel, Epics, that I don't have. Showbox. Or Netflix. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite songs of all time. I haven't seen it in such a long time. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Great movie, man. I think they did the sequel to that, too. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, it was about his lost album. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, hell, but it like, wasn't any good. Too lost in yeah. hell or something like Yeah, exactly. Right, let's go and see uh, what Annette. Hey, Annette, what's up? You're chewing the fat. Oh, chewing the fat, yeah, dudes, and uh, Philomena, hello. But guy, hello. people with food names, oh, God, Rob? Yeah. Dog on it. All right, Tim Curry, because you got to have, you know, I'm a right. time warp person. There's a million so Curries out there, and there's Steph Curry, there's all, you know. Yeah, yeah well, man, he got me. Normally I would be good with this, but for some reason I'm drawing a blank right now. Tim Curry. When you hear them, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, well, I thought of Kevin Bacon, but you okay. know that was thing, so that was cool. I mean, that's you know you gotta you gotta do what it is. I'm trying to think of somebody whose last name is Roll, but uh, so I guess <laughs> Esther Esther Roll from Mother Florida Florida Evans. Her name was Esther Roll. Um, <laughs> all right, how about Alyssa Milano? She makes a great yes. cookie. Milano cookie. Yeah, I would totally um, eat a Milano cookie. Fiona Apple. Ooh, ah. that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and and my favorite cracker, Heather Graham. Yes. Nice. I would eat any so, one. Oh, and then of course OJ Simpson can be counted. I just thought of that, but. Yeah. Ooh, yeah so there you go. There's my five. It's crazy, oh, but they're not really. You know, my least favorite is my least favorite carrot top. I got to tell you the truth. I met him in Vegas on Hell's Kitchen, and he is a fucking dynamite guy. He just looks so creepy. He'll actually say that to you. He goes, don't be afraid. I know I'm a skit. He'll joke himself. He's very down to earth, took time out to stay with us. Even when we had to go, he actually said to the producer, he's like, Fuck that. Give him another five minutes. Let them hang out a little bit. I got to shut my one and show them. And he wound up giving us tickets to his show for free if we wanted. 
And um, we actually, I actually went. When I went back to Vegas, we called up his people. I didn't even think like it was going to happen. He goes, yeah, right. absolutely. The house Kitchen guys, he's like, uh, I think they call him Mr. Carrot or Mr. Top, whatever yeah. he said, joking around. <laughs> he said, if we ever, you know, if you guys ever wanted to come to make sure that these tickets went through, there was a note on the thing saying make sure that that happens. And we were able to bring as many guests as we wanted. And I sat in the show. He remembered me. I went out and um, he was pouring everybody's shots. He came out in the audience. He was actually pouring real shots of liquor. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, no. And he had this big giant cup. And he pulled out of his pocket. He goes, I got the big boy size. Don't worry. And he poured me like half the bottle. We did a shot together. And it was fucking great. Oh, nice. Very down to earth guy. Changed my opinion right. about a very nice guy. So now, yeah, that changes it for me. Because he yeah. just looks like creepy. And yeah, he's not, he looks dicky, but he's really not. He's actually a very sweetheart of a guy, man. Awesome. Good people. I'm good. That's, I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, yeah, you know. You got me stumped a little bit. I can't believe I couldn't even think of one. I'm off, I'm off my game tonight. I really am. I'm trying to think of some for you, like some Italian ones. Um, Joey fucking bag of donuts. Bobby Buckle. <laughs> Bobby Buckle. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> I don't know. I do not know either. So, Girl Scout cookies came out this week, or last week. Now, I tasted the s'mores one. I have not. People are raving about them, saying like the marshmallow filling is like crack. I thought it was the most disgusting thing I ever really? put in my mouth. I spit it out of my mouth. Now that's just me. It was now I I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think it was too sweet. The chocolate part of it, like after I, I had a little bit like I what I didn't spit out. Like I was like all right, it got a little better as you ate it. But I thought the marshmallow was too sweet. Yeah. And I'm a fan of anything Girl Scouts. I don't, I'm trying not to really talk <laughs> out the Girl Scouts because that's not what I'm trying to so do. These are my fave. The Toasty Doughs. I never had a dosi dough. You never had the dosi dough, the peanut butter one? No, I think you're going to have to give me a dosi dough. They're like peanut butter, like sandwich cookies. The peanut butter cookie with peanut butter inside. Okay. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, dosi dough, and away we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I forget Just what the right other peanut butter one is called? The other peanut butter one is the tang along. I don't like yes. them with the vanilla cookie, the peanut butter, and the chocolate outside. I don't like it. This dosey dough is dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous cookie. Yeah, I went with that. I know you don't like the other ones, the Samoas, because that's coconut on it. Can't stand the coconut. I don't right. know why either. I love fresh coconut. I can't stand that sweet yeah. coconut. I don't know, man. I'll dosey dough any day. I love... Um, Sometimes I dosey dough twice a day. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different flavors. I didn't want to try them. There's an espresso one. There's a lemon drop there's or whatever. There's an espresso one? Yeah. The Girl Scout cookies have an espresso one? Yeah, I'm going to look you up. you got to start the... giving them props, man. But I want to, why don't they just sell them year-round and they'd be like zillionaires? I don't get it. Maybe, you know what it is? Maybe it leaves more, maybe they, it leaves more to be desired. I don't know. Right. Because you know what it is? You know you can only get them at a certain time, so you're going to stock up and go nuts. Right. I guess maybe if you had them all the time, they wouldn't be as desired. Oh. <laughs> all right, we're going to meet the cookies here. Oh, because there's... I want to go through the flavors. All right. The Girl Scout S'mores. There's two different ones. See, I had the Girl Scout S'mores. I never had that one. That one looks really good. Oh, that one does That one on good. the right, I did not like at all. All right. 
Yeah, there's the smalls. Why are there two different ones? Now, right. Thin Mints, forget. Now, I'm going to tell you what I had that I didn't like and was my favorite cookie at one time. A chocolate-covered Oreo. <coughs> All right. I, it was just too sweet for me. It was yeah. good, but it was just... Uh, yeah. I think it should have been dark chocolate on the outside, maybe, to offset it a little bit. Yeah. But I wasn't a fan. Now, Thin Mints are great. You nibble a side-off here and then a side-off on the other side, and then you drink milk through it, and it disintegrates the cookie but makes the chocolate hard, then you pop it in your mouth, and it's like... Now, how do you know this stuff? Because I used to have a lot of time on my hand. Well, now I really have a lot of time on my hand. You know, yeah, I think the new reality show has to be just put a couple of cameras in your house. Because <laughs> God only knows what you do by yourself on a given day. Like, I would pay money just sure. to watch you to see what you do around the house if you're home the entire day. No. And besides the fact, forget the fact the days where you just vegging out. But when you're in rob mode, Right. And, you you know, you're running around making things because God only knows what you must do. Well, today I put in two rotisserie chickens and I said it, forget it. Stuffed them with oranges, got pepper and paprika and all, like, shit on the outside. They were going. But I had the livers and the necks and everything, so I had my cast iron skillet and I fried them off in butter with cumin and salt. And I just ate livers and the necks while I was watching Night Fight. The neck is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's like that good. I hated the neck. I, you know what I like? You deep fry the neck. You dredge it in a little seasoned flour, and just deep fry it. Oh. And you deep fry the shit out of it, and then you have a little hot sauce, a little are bottle you, of hot sauce. Are you on vacation yeah. or something? Huh? Are you on vacation or something? No. Oh. I just went out and bought food for myself. <laughs> like right before the snowstorm, oh. and now I'm like, wow, I didn't really. <laughs> I got to keep cooking. Got to get the next delivery. Got to get the next delivery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the peanut butter patties called Tagalongs. We got shortbreads. Here's the lemonades. I don't Ooh. like them. Dosi Doja just had. Savannah Smiles is a new one. Thanks a lot, which is like a shortbread and chocolate. <laughs> Trios are oatmeal, <laughs> peanut butter, chocolate chip cookies. Toffee-tastic. All right, so they got rid of the espresso one. <coughs> so what's your what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie of all time? I, I got to stick with the old school, man, the Thin Mint. Thin Mint? And, and now this thing, the do si Yeah. I like those. Now, I think you can take the do si apart and stick a Thin Mint in the middle. It would be fantastic, too. Minty peanut butter. Yeah. All right. Why well, not? Uh, Uh-oh, close me in creative. Yeah. Now, so my favorite uh, cookie was the cannoli Oreo that we made. The cannoli Oreo. Can, can Oreo. The can yeah, Oreo. The can Oreo. Yeah. All right, so let's get into a little food fight then. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Thin Mint versus Dosey Dough. Why you got to pick the two I like? <laughs> Only one of your Girl Scout cookies versus what's another brand of cookie? <laughs> I don't know. Oreos? I mean, because I, I, I like almost all the Girl Scout cookies. Yes, yeah, so do I. 
except for the coconut one and the, the, the s'mores. See, one. I love that. I love that Samoa. I really do. I actually love the cookie. I just hate the coconut on it. Yeah. When I bite that thing, I'm like, wow, this is great. And then the coconut kicks in, and I'm like, ah, Jesuit. All right. But I see, I like the thin men, too. I don't want to, like, it's like trying to break up a family. Yeah. That's a good Too bad I didn't have chocolate chip cookies. Because <laughs> then we can go, like, Famous Amos versus <laughs> Chips Ahoy versus Girl Scout. Oh, Famous Amos versus Chips Ahoy. That's a tough one right there. I saw thousands of Famous Amos, the bag with the little tiny. Now, did you know Famous Amos was on Shark Tank recently? Was he? Yes, he was on Shark Tank, and they they didn't make a deal with him. He started another cookie company or something or another company. Yeah, because he sold this and was bankrupt because he was a homeless guy or something at one point. But I don't know. So... You got to get out of here, right? I can go another 10 minutes. We got 10 more minutes. You're right. But, uh, yeah, food fight. I don't know. But I do love, I don't know. Too bad, like, these weren't famous. We can go battle the s'mores cookie. I've never had them, though. But, yeah, it's, it's too, uh. Oh, I've never had the peanut butter patties either. The tag along. That's a tag. Oh, yeah, not, no, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. We had them last year. Yeah. We had them. They were good. I remember yep. them, actually. <sighs> yeah, we had the Savannah Smiles, too. They were pretty banging. Did you ever see the movie The Boss with uh, Melissa McCarthy? She's like a motivational yes, speaker. Yes, yes, great movie. They're fighting Loses the all her money, and then she yes. starts up, like, brownies over yes. the cookies or something like that. I like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. It's pretty funny, but... Now I think Mike and Molly is over because she lost a lot of weight, so they canceled Mike and Molly. And uh, eh, whatever, I don't know. Oh, here we go. Where the money goes for Girl Scout cookies? Because you never see them. Yeah, amazing experiences for girls. I'm learning life skills, practice. hundred percent of the money stays local. Well, I don't get that. Like, what do they even do? And it's nothing. They don't do anything. They sew and. Well, it's kind of like a sisterhood. It's a place for young girls to go and. Right, but I mean, they know. make so much money. I think just the CEOs get it. Because it's like whoever makes the most. Uh, I don't know. No, I think a lot of that's got to go to a good cause. I'm sure some people are getting some fat pockets off of it. But for the most part, I believe most of that goes to the right place. Yeah. I would hope so. Nice. All right. Let's see here. I got that beer thing. I just got a let go. A let go message. Uh-oh. From that beer thing I put up today. Mm. Let's see. Is it still for sale? Yeah, you know it is. <coughs> I'm just I'm just going to sell all my stuff on Letco. Remember the weird... Mm. Oh, no. It's for my phone. Yes, it is. Nice. All right, sorry. Sorry, I was talking out loud, but gotta love let go. I'm still trying to sell that refrigerator. 
Put it on Leica. I, I did, and I forgot to again, but uh, anybody needs a refrigerator, it's a beautiful refrigerator. My sister paid 1200 bucks for it. Had it for about five months. Had a movie stuck in a Philomena's garage. Black refrigerator, ice maker, gorgeous fucking refrigerator. If it would fit in my apartment, I would have took it in a heartbeat. In your room. Put it in your yeah, room. With all my room I <laughs> now, I got my nephew hooked on signs. Every day he's coming home with signs that he finds on the floor. Or You'd be surprised what this 14-year-old kid finds. <laughs> Cut them down. Came home with a stop sign the other day. <laughs> Just laying there. Yeah. Uncle, Uncle, look what I found. Yeah, the but, uh, are cool. You got to find those really old ones. Yeah, Philomena came up with an old one. It's in faculty parking only. Mm-hmm. But you can tell by the weight of the sign that that's probably back from the 70s. Right. You know, but uh, I just, oh, ever since I was a kid, I was always fascinated with big, bright signs. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why. I always liked the art part of it and the... Well, on American Pickers, that's always like signage is big. Dude, I, I think I have 47 signs was my last count. I count them. I got a nice Beats and Watson one the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got two of them. Yeah. Got to get the boar's head. I know. I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for a bicycle lane sign, a boar's head sign, and now I want to try to get a few of the older. Remember, they used to have like the metal Marlboro signs. Uh-huh. Report signs. Mother hunts for a couple of them. That's where, like, you go to a deli that's been around forever, and then you cruise that basement. I, I, I've done it. Yeah. Where he's gonna put them is another story because he's got no more room. Well, I'm figuring out a way how to get some some of them up on the ceiling. Well, that's gonna be the next move. As long as you put anchors in there, it should be. Uh... Yeah. No. <laughs> Hence, a lot of the big signs now cover holes in my wall. From frustration. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, there's something about the, the whole collecting thing and, and treasure hunting thing. You know, I, I fucking love it, man. I see, I like it, but my problem is I have a million things I want to do with it, put it in the back burner, and then I'd be a hoarder really quick. And, and I think what we got to do one day, Burmeister, this is summertime. We take a ride, we journey out to Pennsylvania. We stop along a few cool little eateries and pickling things and butcher shops and antique shops and just right. kind of make a fucking whole day out of it, man. Because you'd be surprised some of the shit you can get. And, and you know what? I, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. They were saying, you know, New York has kind of lost its edge on food lately. Mm-hmm. And I really think it has because there's so many other places that have the edge with the farm fresh and the the pickling and the wacky items and the whole... It's too, you know, you got a few places up here that still have the the art that takes the time out to, to age stuff and do things. Everybody's about the, the fast food, the quick money, the right. quick profit. You know, what's killing New York are. is high rents. Yes, so you have guys, and you, yeah. you watch like even Night Fight or any of these shows, all these guys were actually like great chefs, like great, like Michael Mina and all these yeah. other ones all over the place. She lost her glasses and they were right next to her. <laughs> well, but they wind up moving back to where they grew up in Oklahoma and stuff. Yeah. And open up these cool little shops and and stuff. What? Did you really have to announce that on on radio? 
And that's what? That I won't, couldn't find my glasses? Well, when you're waving your hands and distracting you're wearing your bag and stuff, <laughs> and, 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 and people can hear. Like, what is she looking for right yeah. here? <laughs> She's the female Lou. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, no, 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 no. But, Where uh, is Lucifer tonight, anyway? I don't know. Oh, I talked to him earlier. I got a call, though. I like talking a lot. Lucifer, where are you? But uh, we're going to cut this short. Yeah. If you want to read a couple, you can read a couple. Let's see. We got no, these are just people oh. that were commenting on my chicken video. Where my cousin was like, what else are you making it? I told her I made. I actually did one. Gyro meat. I make like a, a dense lamb meatloaf and put it on the rotisserie and then used it for gyros or gyros. Why the fuck do I see any of this? I don't know. I'm not talking about the video. I'm talking about tasting it. <laughs> well, wait. Hang out. Hang out for one minute. Because I got to upload something. I was watching Jimmy Fallon the other day. And it was hysterical. It was him and this country, um, country artist. And they did a whole song about Giro's as a gyro. <laughs> right. So let me just. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, let's just you know we got to cut it short a little bit, but we're gonna be back to being normal. You know we had a little uh, hiatus. Yeah. We got some guests lined up. We're gonna go full fledged with the big and BB here. And uh, I got a feeling this is gonna be a good summer, man. I think this is gonna be a really good summer. I think things are gonna fucking change for us. Hopefully. Now, did you see this song, Put Your Dick in a Box? Yeah. How am I the only one that's not? Is that Justin, really Justin Timberlake, or is it Justin Timberlake and and Andy Samberg? So there really is a song that Justin Timberlake himself sings called Put Your Dick in a Box. Yeah. Why? It's the dress up like 80s Guidos. Yeah. And. It's they're like supposed to be these guys that always try to get girls, and they come up with a dick in a box. It's a present that they have their dicks in. No, I know it is, but yeah. why? Why would you want to sing this song at this point in your career? Well, it was like about five or six years ago when was you it first really? started. Yeah. Am old. I the only one that's never heard this song? <laughs> I think probably, so. probably. I never heard either. Step one: get yourself a box. Yeah. Step two. Thing in the box. <laughs> That's great. It's a box. All right. Let's see if. Um, all right. I just want to see if this will upload. Because it's hysterical. Because it's what. Remember we were doing that that whole time? You had to fight if it was gyro or gyro. Yes, gyro, gyro, gyro. By the way, on Staten Island, you want the best gyro, go to How Greek It Is on Highland Boulevard by Lincoln Avenue. Uh Oh, you like that guy, huh? Best spinach pie you ever get. All right, here it is. So we'll listen to this. We'll say goodbyes now, listen to this, and then then we'll get off. Good night, everybody. All right, good night, everybody. Thank you, Annette. Thank you, as always, being a loyal listener. We love you, Annette. Yes. Take care, you guys. All right, we'll see you next week, hopefully. And uh, peace out. Keep showing yeah. the fat, everybody. We love you. I'm going to play a little song, Gyro. That was a very good. Cigar, baby. I mean, come on. That hey, was us. You want some lunch? I'm buying.
Yeah, man, I'm, I'm starving. Uh, what are you getting? Uh, I'll have the falafel plate, please. How about you? The, uh, you know, the, uh, that, that thing there. I can't see which one. Um, the, the brown, the brown stuff, the, uh, that you, uh, y you know, it's... man, man, I'm good. You okay with what's, what's going on, man? You okay? Not exactly. I was born in southwest Georgia. Always tried to make my daddy proud. But of all the things I've learned there, never learned how to say that word out loud. I just want something to eat. Made with a vertical rotisserie of lamb meat. I think I know just what to go The way they spell that gosh darn word seems like a trap. It's just lamb meat and other stuff. Roll up in the pita. I wish he just called it a lamb top sticky wrap. I could eat a thousand ounces. If I just knew how to pronounce it Is it Giro, Gyro, Hero or Yiro Never been filled with so much doubt Is it Guaro, Gahiro, Euro or Warpsy We can taste it, rule that last one out Can't believe, I don't know how to say it I eat so many that you'd really think I would. Well, my friend, it looks like we're in a pickle. Actually, a pickle on a wrap sounds pretty good. Well, I always thought I was a pretty culture dude. Been to the Taj Mahal, the Great Wall, and the Louvre. I'm fluent in Italian and proficient in Korean. But when it comes to the pronunciation of this particular word, <laughs> I'm an abomination. Is it Giro? Is it Gyro? I'll ask my friend from Cairo. He's usually pretty good with his stuff. Or maybe I'll just mumble it when I place my order. Not so fast, I call your bluff. Well, uh, how would you pronounce it then? Hero. It is Hero, it is Hero. Now I know it's Hero. The truth is so delicious to find. No more Hero, you're a hero. Cause now I know it's Hero. I finally got some peace of mind. We finally got some peace of mind. I'll take one euro, please. You got it, buddy. Um, can I change that, actually? Um, I'd love a shish kaboob with a little extra hummus. <laughs>